Welcome to Unpopular Black Thoughts. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode three of the Unpopular Black Thoughts podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Alexander. We're here with my co-host, Jalen Caravaggio. Yes, Jaylen, sir. How are you we doing? back at it again. We back at it again. I'm great. I'm great. Yep. Already on episode three. Yes, sir. And uh, today, uh, and uh, today, this isn't going to be more about uh, opinions or yeah, like unpopular opinions or thoughts. This is just more about um the situation that's currently going on in the country. So we all know, in case you've been living under a rock or something, we all know that George Floyd was uh he was murdered by the police um in Minnesota a couple of days like I think it was last week or two weeks ago. And now like cities all over the country are rioting and ever since that situation it's just been more and more police brutality cases that's been happening. And honestly it's just it's just ter- like a terrible and sick thing that's happening, and the fact that it's like twenty because twenty twenty hasn't been a good year. Like we all know, twenty twenty hasn't been there hasn't been like the year that we thought it was going to be. Yeah, a great year. Kobe died. Coronavirus right. hit in. Now this is like it's tragic. Yeah. It's and then and already um uh him. Uh, I forgot uh, Brianna. I forgot the, him and uh, I forgot the last name of this lady, Brianna, and then another another black man that was unarmed jogging in a white through a white neighborhood. Amar, uh, yeah, Amar Bright. It was Amar Berry. Yeah, or Amar Bright Berry or something. Something like that. Love, but th- that oh, definitely that's a tragic situation. All all three, and like. Just, just hearing about it and seeing the videos of the—I won't even say murder; I'll say assassinations of these yeah. people. You know, it, it's it's definitely crazy to to see something like this to happen. And right. then, yeah, it's sad to like to resort to to violence and to to riot. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I mean, for me. And from what I what I know, like the rioting and the, the protest, like the rioting doesn't get anywhere really. Right. Like we we try to do justice for Freddie Gray, and look what I had. Like there was no justice for these police. Like only I think it was only like two of the police officers that that killed Freddie Gray was was actually locked up, and the other ones were just put on leave. Which right. is like like. It's really no justice. Like whatever, it, and it's sad to say this, but it's like it's whatever we do to to fight back and to try to get our justice, it just doesn't work. Yeah, and that, and then it kind of leaves at that at this point to to resort to violence, and it's sad to to see our own, you know, to see our communities go away. But I mean, I can go in thirty different directions with this, really, but. I mean, honestly, it's crazy how how things turn out like this, at, in a mm-hmm. time like this, especially when racial tensions are already high as it is with this president that's here, putting out tweets saying, "Oh, uh, 
these thugs are destroying the great city of Minneapolis. Right. This radical left may- mayor, uh, governor, or whatever, is mm-hmm. is not putting in control of these of your people. Control right. your people. Mm-hmm. Like, come on now, you call us thugs and your people, but then when the same exact thing happens in another city where a majority of white protesters, it's like, oh yeah, these people are just distraught and they're, right. they're upset, angry. But you you have a, a different bias. Like, come on now, like it makes no right. Sense. And then those people, those people are protesting because they were um, in the house on Corona and they can't go to the salon. I know, like, like, come on on. out. And also, his name is Amari Aubrey. My bad, I didn't want to like get his name wrong or nothing. Yeah, I didn't want to get his name. I I said that's why I said the jogger. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, yeah, like he that was definitely a tragic situation. Him and George Floyd. Can you hear my dog? Uh yeah, a little bit. It's not. It's not that loud. It's not that loud. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say because um, yeah, that that definitely messed up my, my train of thought. Jeez, what was I thinking? About? Oh, hey, he's um, talking about Margaret. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want to mess up his name or nothing like that, but it's definitely a a tragic situation that what he had to go through, and even just like going back through the years and seeing all these people that were, you know that were slain and assassinated by right. late police officers or even just our, you think about it, our leaders that were assassinated, murdered mm-hmm. by racist, bigot, bigoted white people. Just in general, talk about, you talk about our reverence and, you know, our, our leaders that wanted to fight back and not even the ones that, you know, just had a different opinion saying that we don't, I don't want to integrate. I just want to, have our own thing going on. Those people were right. assassinated, murdered. Like, it's it's just it's we make no progress. Honestly, it's like uh, I can't even say it's like two steps forward, one step back. The whole thing is just we keep going back. We just keep on going back. Like, That's yeah. it. Oh, you gonna say something? Oh no, oh, I was gonna uh, say something. Uh, but listen, because I just saw this video on my friend's uh, Instagram story, and it was this uh, girl. I think it was the girlfriend of um, what's his face? Uh, it was the girlfriend of Philando Cas- uh, Castillo, mm-hmm. and um, what's his name? The police basically had her and her and the daughter in the custody, and the daughter, the mother screaming, and the daughter just screaming, is screaming. She's like, "Mommy, stop screaming! Calm down! Like, I don't want you to get shot." And the and this girl looks like she's not even like older than like four or five, so it's just crazy that the fact that this little girl is sc- screaming for her mother to or is like helping trying to help her mother to stay calm because she doesn't want the police to shoot her, right. like that just blows my mind. Like it makes me sad that we have that our like the future of the like the future of the next generation has to worry right. about this stuff. Right. That's exactly. Like, it's like whole thing's just crazy, and it brings up an important topic. Like, like, oh, like, what do you do? You know, right? Honestly, it's like, oh, who's who's out here? My mom's at home. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, what do you do? You what do you do? Like, you, do you have your own schools? Like, that's what you have to do at this point because the government's not funding for these programs in the cities, in the inner cities, they're, exactly. like, they're defunding it, actually. 
And after the riots in the 1960s, my, I had a, this conversation with my grandfather. And the same exact thing he said. He said when he went to Polytechnic High School, mm-hmm. and after the riots occurred, more and more white people moved out the cities because they were scared of black people because of the fact that whatever they did, they would they would just they thought that an uprising would happen again. Right. So they started moving. And so from bottom I think it was here where we had one of the best educational systems, educational cities in America move from that to one of the worst in ten years. Mm-hmm. Because they start they significantly significantly defunded the schools in the in, in the inner cities. Right. It's just and colleges like like Morgan, they were actually successful, but then they just they just wouldn't. Government wouldn't help. Nothing. Right. Like and everything that we have for ourselves was just not going. It's sad. Yeah. It's honestly sad. And it's just crazy because it's like the HBCs are like some of the tops. Like, are, like they're one of the most like popular schools. It's like, oh, most of the people want to go there, and it's like, and that's why. Most of them, like the big name ones, are expensive because the school, what's the name, the government doesn't fund, they don't fund the schools. Like right. they don't do anything to help us out. And mm-hmm. it's, and it's just crazy. It's like this whole police brutality thing is crazy because it's like me and Jalen, we're both we're like 16, 17, so we're about to start driving. Right. And like, I, like I just finished driving school online, um, like not too long ago. So I, and like my, I even told my parents, it's like my biggest fear of driving is that I get pulled over and it's a white cop and that like I'm they put me in the situation. Like I'm not I shouldn't have to I shouldn't have to fear like if I want to go see my friend because I want to hang out and have fun while I'm a teenager, I shouldn't have to fear that I'm gonna get pulled over or possibly shot. All right. Like we shouldn't we shouldn't have to fear that. The only thing we, like we should be able to go out and have fun with our friends while we're teenagers. Like you know enjoy our life. Cause you only live, you only live once. We should be able to join, enjoy our life before we get older. Right. It's you. You can't do that. Exactly. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way you can you can do that. It's. I don't know what to say about this, honestly, because it's it's just a sad situation. But at the same time, it's like, like what? Where do you go from this? It's like I can understand. Like, all right, so. I'm not siding with nobody here, right. but I can understand what people are saying about the the riots are unnecessary. Yeah. And I've seen on uh, somebody's story where it was like, uh, "You're you're looting these neighborhoods, and your neighborhoods already look like look like crap. Yeah, they already look terrible." And it's like, okay, it's like, all right, you you mm-hmm. put us in. You put us in the cities so that we can struggle. We destroy the cities because you kill our kings. It's been like this because you don't you don't fund for the cities. Exactly. Then, we, then it's like when we when we riot, you you think it's like come on now, like yeah. Honestly, if you, if you want to riot, go into the suburban areas and then loot the houses of these white people. Exactly. Honestly, because it's like, I mean, we're not like condoning none of this, we're just like saying as an example, right? Because, and it's sad, like, I've seen, um, but some of the rioting is just unnecessary, like, for like black businesses. Like, I seen some, it was this fireman, mm-hmm. and 
who had a bar in Minneapolis, I think. Yeah. Minneapolis, Minnesota. And he said that they looted that like during the riots. And I was like, dang, like, and he, he was crying and everything. And I seen that and I was like, man, like, imagine what he's going through. He, he's a fireman. He's a local fireman. He got his own bar. He's he's chilling, and then because of the riots, his business is destroyed. And mm-hmm. though, even though like he's not, he's directly affected because that's his main source of income. Mm-hmm. Right. Should, it's like our riot. If like if we're rioting, we shouldn't be rioting mm-hmm. black businesses at, at all. Yeah. It should be like the 1960s riot where you riot the white business or anything that's white like my grandfather said yeah like honestly like everything any well here in baltimore like everything movie theaters and um mechanic shops uh fast food joints that were owned by white people were all robbed and destroyed and burned mm-hmm. buildings owned by white people destroyed clothing stores that were owned by white destroyed burned down because of the racial injustice that was going on here. Right. All of that was destroyed. And so if we was going to lead a riot any place, it should be the places that discriminate or that's owned by white people. But I'm not condoning any violence, but I'm just saying yeah. it just should, it, it, if you were going to loot anywhere, that's where you would loot. And that's where you should point your anger at instead of pointing your anger at some people that's just completely is completely innocent that's a part of that's that's you right that's your that's your own brother mm-hmm. and this is like with looting in general i don't really see the point of looting like during this i'm like what are you getting out of looting it's not doing nothing you're just making everything worse like when they did the target i was like i don't i'm like why are y'all looting the target but then i found out that they said the uh that target in minneapolis supports the police and like the what's the name? And like they they did it to the point where they were they weren't giving out milk to any or water to anybody who got pepper sprayed or like uh, tear gas. So I, I so isn't I'm not it's not that I'm condoning it. It's just the I'm not, I don't condone it. I think it's the it's like I get it. Like I get why they chose that target. But then it's like other places like in Atlanta they didn't broke into the college football hall of fame and took like went in the gift shop and they didn't rob like the little jewelry store what ice box. I'm like. I, I'm like yeah. at a time like this, why are y'all leaving that? Like, what's where is that going to get you? Yeah, it's it's going to get you nowhere. It's just going to give you another stimulus check. Exactly. That, that they already don't even want to give it to us, but right. It's, it's hard. Like, come mm-hmm. on. Like, the thing is, it's like, uh, we went to where we. I just went to Carroll County, and um, in Carroll County, this is one. This is one restaurant that we went to. And they said that this guy, because he was put on leave, he's getting like, he's getting a thousand dollars each week, mm-hmm. and he's make. He said that uh, he makes decent money on uh, as cert, like for his job. I forgot what his occupation was, but he still he still makes decent money at this time. And the thing is, it's like they said the stimulus. If you to earn the stimulus, you had to make uh, under. He's like under fifty, right. something like that. Under fifty, and then that's when you would get the the fifty thousand, and then you get more for having children. Like the guy had no more than had no more than one one child. I think he said he only had one one child, 
and he said that um, yeah. he was making decent money. So when I think decent money, I'm thinking 70, 70 80, mm-hmm. something like that. Decent. And he's still getting a stimulus check with a wife, and he has a wife. Him and his wife is getting a stimulus. Like, come on now. Right. Like, it made no sense. And they won't even give they won't even give families with four or five children. And the parents might make like a hundred a hundred thousand, but having children too in the equation is like yeah. that hundred thousand is it's not it's not gonna be able to support it. Exactly. It's not going to. Because you got to think about food in the play. Then you got to think about entertainment, too. Mm-hmm. Then you got to think about clothing. Clothing these people, like, come on now. And, like, you got yeah, to. like, education and stuff like that. Of course, education, paying for it, paying to, to help for your education. Like, if you don't want your, your child to use a certain textbook, you give them another textbook, textbook that's updated or something. I don't you mm-hmm. know. You give them a phone. Laptop, whatever, lamp, lamp, like furniture, like come on, out. right? And then you gotta put them in a house where it supports four or five children. Like, come on now. Yeah, like they just like, they disregard us. They definitely disregard us. Like, just in general, it's like it's not it's not gonna be no help because it's like, bro, where did we get help from? Like, we can't. And I'm not trying to be very political here, but it's like. Democrats don't help us. Right. And if you look at the history, the Democrats are the ones that wanted to keep us in slavery. Right. Yeah, cuz the Democrat yeah, cuz Democrats and the Republicans, they were they were reversed. Completely right. reversed. And even now it's like all right, we look at the Democrats and we already seen the stories and we already know with Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders like they only taking out vote cuz they know it's a guaranteed vote for the Democrats. If you're a lead vote in the uh, in the what's it call it? If you're a, a lead candidate in a certain party, you're going to get a certain a certain a lot of people right. from a particular background to vote for you. And so for the Democrats, is black people? Yeah. It's going to be minorities. It's not going to be the white people because the majority of white people is going to vote Republican. Right. And it's like I I don't know if you've seen that that interview. With Charlemagne the God, and so Joe Biden, he ended up saying like, um, "What did he said something like, uh, you know, yeah, oh yeah, you're." He said basically, "You're not black if you don't vote for me." What? And he was like, he said something like, uh, he he said basically like he was the best candidate for black people, and so you're not black if you don't vote for me. Which he was like, uh, what? I was like, all right, what what sense does that make? And I'm and I'm thinking it's like, and also the same thing with Bloomberg, him, and him Bloomberg and another Chicago no uh, Chicago senator or something like that mm-hmm. supported the bill that was to basically like Reagan you know about Reaganomics and yeah. the war on drugs. So they started incarcerating higher numbers of minorities and. You know, stopping them for traffic and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And Reagan, um, I, I didn't want to cut you off. I was just saying, Ray, like Reagan was the one who did that to us. Like he, Reagan was the one importing cocaine and drugs into the country to fund the Contras, and then now this, um, and now they're framing it on us. 
Exactly, because we're we're the ones that need money, and so where do we go? We go to desperate measures, measures to make right. money, and then when we take the desperate measures to, to make the money, because we got nothing in our communities now. So it's like, okay, we never had nothing to begin with. So how are right. we supposed to get out of this situation? You think automatically all of us are just supposed to go to the military and then do it? Like, not everybody want to go to the military. Come on now. And then I hate this argument that a lot of people make. They're like, if if one black guy did it, then all of y'all could have done it. It's like, come on now. Like, that doesn't no. make no sense at all. It makes no sense at all. Like, and a lot of black people like have biz- like have businesses, but they're just unsuccessful, right? Because of the it's just location and other factors play into it too. Mm-hmm. But it's just like why did I come come into this subject? Oh yeah, because of the fact that it's like we're seriously defunded, right? Political parties don't support us, and it's from both sides. Republicans do not support black people. No. Democrats do not support black people. So where do we look for and when we vote? We look for nowhere. And so now there's a there's an argument now where it's like, oh yeah, we the black people should just start making our own party so that we can seriously, you know, do something for ourselves. Right. And with that, who who's gonna vote for us? <laughs> If you think of, like, if we, if black people made a party for ourselves, who would vote for us? Yeah, black yeah it would just be black, black people, people. Black people and some some white people that's that's crazy and out of their minds. Yeah. And it's, it's just sad in general. Like, who, like, who would support us? Like, there's, and the thing is, it's like, we want to be we want to be black in black power as soon as something like this happens but we don't want to be black power when when our own brothers and sisters are getting killed right. each and every day for like a struggle mm-hmm. it's like come on now like our our billionaires they don't come back like a lot of billionaires that we have we don't have they don't come back to our cities right the africans they don't support us Hey, I, I think African people seriously do not like black people. Probably. <laughs> Pro- probably just don't like us. We, It's just like our millionaires, they do support, but like where do they put their money towards? They put it towards a, a public school. Where does a public school go towards? It's the government. Like I had this conversation with somebody else. It's like, um, you remember the school that LeBron James right, put up? Yeah. Um, the, the the school for hope and yeah LeBron James he he funded a majority of the money for that school and he he has certain programs where it's like um what was it the some freshman uh or the, he would pay for tuition yeah. for some of the people for yeah to go to college and stuff right. like that it's like, yeah, that's really great, but at the same time, that the school is a public school. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a it's a charter school, so it's open. It's for the government. It's a government. It's it's a government owned school. So it's like it's not like it's a private school where, or not like a private, like you can make it like a private public school funded by you, as an individual. Mm-hmm. It's not supportive for us, 
And that just that's just one example that I that's the best example that we know. But even our best example is not even a a great one for to support us. Yeah, it's good for your first year of tuition, but at the same time, it's like what what about all four years of what instead of funding for our education, what about funding for our, our businesses? What about funding for certain activities that people got going on? What if some what if somebody was like what if some one of us was like Oh yeah, we'll we'll come up with like a a laptop or a computer, a phone, or something like right. that. Will he fund for that? Maybe, maybe not. But I don't know. But it's like it that stuff ca- comes out and happens. We have so many, we have so many people that have their own, make their own shoes, clothing, but we don't support it because we'd rather get Nike and Under Armour, yeah, and stuff like that. And that goes to show you, like, we only want to be black in black power when something like this happens. Right. That's what, like, that's what I said about, like, like, we can do business with white people. Don't get it wrong. We can do business, but we can't, we can't be so quick to be owned, if that makes sense. We can't be so quick to just take the little money, the short term. We got to start investing long term, because that's the problem with a lot of black people where it's like if we invest for the short term but we don't invest for the long term and that's our problem because um, you know of course Rockefeller yeah they're owned by um, oh my gosh it's it's like the island deaths, something like that but basically that group like own has like owns like uh, basically everything Rockefeller Atlantic stuff, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, basically, like they own so many different music companies and the denominations under it. Like you know how Pepsi is over, like fun, like you know they watch over top of all different types of snack companies and juices and stuff like that. So yeah. they're the same thing, but they're just music. But Rockefeller took that deal so quick. So this company basically owns, I think, fifty one, something like that. Right. Something like something like that, and Jay Z owns a crazy amount too, but he he don't own a majority. He don't own a majority, but he still a, he still makes a lot of money. But they took that deal so quick, they didn't invest. Like if if you think about it, Rockefeller Rockefeller has I think they have uh, uh some some majority over Rihanna and big artists like uh, J Lo and. Uh, uh, who else? J. Cole. Right. Big artists like that. They even, I think they even had Justin Bieber at one point. Yeah. But just imagine if they, just imagine if they would have said no to that deal and they didn't take that, that money and that funding, they would be a, a, a music powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Even though the fact that they still are, they aren't compared to what they're owned by. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. They're mm-hmm. not a powerhouse no more. We just need to start being investing into long term as opposed to short term. Mm-hmm. I've been going on for so long. But it's yeah, good. I just, that I just had to, I just had to get that out because it's like, yo, know, we you saying riding is good, but it's like it's our only resort. I get that. I can understand that, but at the same time, it's like you only want to be black when something like this happens. Like, you want to be black power and, right. you know, black pride when it, this happens. It's What happens 
two months from now. Exactly. All this is going to blow away. You're not, well, you, you're going to remember it, but are you still going to be black power? Right. Are you still going to support the movement? Are you still going to help our, our, our brothers and sisters? Exactly. Probably not. Probably not. You're still going to be buying Nike, not going to be buying our shoes, not going to be funded for us. You, what are you going to do? Not going to do that. Right. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's just to me, it's sad that people tear like tear each other apart. That's why it's always been like black, like black people going at it. It's like what? It's like we're not, we're we're your family. We're not the enemy, basically. That's that's why I be seeing like in Baltimore, like well, last year we had like a a record homicide rate, like three hundred something homicides. I'm just like it's not. I'm like we shouldn't be taking out on each other, like black people. It's like it's like they see you winning, they don't want they don't want you to win. It's like or they see you rising to power, they want to take you out. It's like it's like they see you have like it's like simple stuff like that that just makes me mad because we're all about the black power movement and like the stuff like that MLK and Malcolm X fought for. They didn't fight fight for us to be fighting against each other. We're supposed like we're not the enemy. And it right. another thing that makes me mad is the fact now. The p the amount of non-colored people that are being silent, like all the white people that want to that be like, oh, let me say the n word. Can I say the n word? I was talking about y'all want to say the n word now, but when it's time to speak up about this about this situation, about stuff yeah, like actual silent. stuff, they don't want to speak up. Like y'all fight so hard to say the n word, but don't move an inch when or don't even bump your gums when this happens. It just makes it just makes me sick, cause for the fact that everybody, so many people want to appropriate our culture. They want to take our culture, be us so bad, but they don't want the hardships with it. Like right. it's like what Michael you Jordan said in the um in his last name's like man, he's saying everybody wants to be MJ, like everybody wants to be me, but it gets exhausting. They don't want to put in the work. They don't want to do all the extra stuff that I do. They just want to have all the fame. Like that's like that's basically the same with like white people or us. They want to be able to say the n word, wear do rags, act like they have waves, have dreads or whatever. But when the hardships come, when the racism kicks in, they don't do anything. Right, silent. It's just terrible. And what's the name? I just wanted to share this because I have some uh, pulled up on my phone. So this was posted three days ago. It said uh, this was three days ago. So what has happened in less than 72 hours, and it's a threat. So George Floyd was killed by the police. A white woman threatened a black man in the park. Um, and What's his name? She threatened a black man in the park and falsely accused him to the police, calling him a threat because all, all, he was bird watching, and he just asked her to put a, a leash on a dog. And then it said a white pastor claimed to be kidnapped by black men so he wouldn't confess about, about him cheating to his wife. I totally forgot about that. So my thing is, you you rather frame an innocent person for a kidnapping and possibly send them to jail just because you're you're supposed to be a man of God, but you did this dumb mistake and cheated on your wife. So sad. Like, if you cheat on your wife, that's your problem. Don't like why are you dragging us into the same we kidnapped you? Yeah, bro. Like it's terrible. And then a pastor of all people. Yeah, like, 
Then sad. It's terrible. Then it says a white lady drowned her son with autism and blamed that a black man had done it, but the incident was recorded and was and the lady was charged with murder. And again, I'm like, so you want not only want you want you killed the person, your son. Well, out of all people, you killed your son who had autism. And what do you do? Oh, let me just blame it on this black person. Then it says, uh, I don't know how to pronounce the name, but um, I'm just I'm not going to try to say it. But this a black female in Toronto was pushed off the balcony by a police officer. And the police tried to hide it by telling the reporters to uh, call it a suicide. Then, then in New York, it said uh, Tony McDade was a black transgender man who was killed by the police. And nobody was talking about it. Dang. And then a black man had all, had guns all pointing at him while he was obeying officers and armless outside outside of his home. He was out on the front yard obeying them getting on the ground and they had all guns on them and then out of all people his grandmother decided to um to tell him something and was trying to protect him and a lady had a walking cane she had a stick and the cops then pushed her to the ground wow and then out of all things you, you know Jalen you know why they had him at gunpoint why because he ran a stop sign wow that's sad. So you mean to tell me because he ran one little red light instead of pulling him over and giving him a ticket, you're going to follow this man home and hold him up at gunpoint and knock over an innocent lady. And wasn't there another man who ended up getting shot and killed inside of his car? I think so. I didn't hear anything about that. Meek Mill ended up posting that on this, uh, on his, I think it was a story on IG. Oh, yeah. I, I think I did see why. that. I forgot why, but they they shot him like crazy number of times. You saw, you heard so many gunshots going off, and bro, I've seen so many discussions about that, and even about these racial tensions and stuff. Tell me why I ended up going on my my Snapchat, and this white dude he ended up posting something. And it was like, uh, I get, uh, I get like. You're mad about it, but the looting and rioting. And I was like, okay, okay. But then he started going towards, like, um, he's Trump all the way. Trump 2020, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, how are you going to sit here and say that Trump, like, Trump is a part of the problem, like, of racial tensions in America? Exactly. He is the whole point that all this Exactly. The whole point of Charleston. He's the whole point of him saying that we're calling us thugs and Baltimore's rat infested and stuff like like come on, bro. Nah. And you want to say, bro, even the state exactly make America great again. It was never it great. Was never for us. Then you want to sit here and you want to say that, oh, Trump isn't a part of the problem. He is. If you want to sit here and be like, make America great again, like. You just think about just that one statement, just that one slogan. That is the entire problem. Exactly. Make America great. Not even about make when was America great. If you want to go back in history, anywhere farther than 1990, never great. War on drugs. Exactly. Lynching of black people. 
slavery. There's literally three stages. Incarcerating black people, killing us, and enslaving us, and putting us to work. And and now we're being attacked by the people who are supposed to be out here protecting us. We've been it's been that way. Exactly. It's been that way. Our country our country's been run by Klansmen. Harry Truman and Warren G. Harding. Yes. All sworn in KKK members. Both well, both were sworn in KKK members. And even con- congressmen all throughout the South. Sworn and KKK members, North Carolina. You can go anywhere, and you can definitely find it. The leader of the grand, the grand wizard of the Klan, ran for president, and got like twenty percent of the voters to vote for him. Forgot what his name was. You remember his name? Mm-hmm. No. I'm gonna I'm let this play. Like, Akachi's been run by. Uh, KKK clansmen, and you want to sit here and say make America great again? Okay. When was it great? Exactly. Tell me when. He won't give us a direct answer. Then he gives us Obama Gate. You know what Obama has done that's been so bad. You know what Obama has done. I will not say it, but you know what Obama has done that's been so bad. What is Obama Gate? Not know what it is, simply just because he's black. Exactly. He's saying, "Why? Why would a president even say? Why would somebody even say? You know what a person's done. You know what a person has done." But I'm not going to say. I'm like, that. obviously, we don't. If we're asking, we don't. We don't know. And the thing is, he's like, "All right, you know what he's done. All right, and I and he's so open to say healthcare and." Um, trade like all around the foreign nations, which that is completely false. You really go back, the economy was still great. He's got Obama has gotten us out of a depression when we was in Bush. Yeah. Like we, what was I saying? Oh yeah, Obama has gotten us out of like these situations where, if you remember in, I believe that near the end of Bush's presidency. We came into a recession. Right. Came into a major recession. The housing market fell. The economy was going down. And Obama was put into that situation where we were we weren't succeeding. Hold up. He was put into a situation where he wasn't supposed to succeed. Right. And still even with that, he's gotten unemployment the unemployment rate went down to I think three percent. An all damn near an all time low since in like 40, 50 years. Then the economy rose and businesses were still going up. The housing market went back stable and even above where houses were you, it was a more lucrative business. The foreign trade was going on and it was amazing. But the fact that Obama, because he had health care and he wanted a, a universal health care, you, you, first off, you, you clown what he's done. For something, a universal thing that a lot of people need. Exactly. We're the only country, we're the only first world nation that doesn't have a successful healthcare system. We're the only first nation with, with that doesn't have a successful healthcare. And when Obama has a chance and doesn't succeed, even despite 
everything that he's done for this country to improve this nation, you sit here and still flaw him. Exactly. Because of healthcare. That's the only thing that you got on him. You literally have nothing against Obama when you talk about this. Think, put it in the perspective that he, he was put in a bad situation and he still overcame. And the fact that you still want to sit here and say that Obama was one of our worst presidents ever. He was a great speaker, but he wasn't a good president at all. No. That's so sad. And that's so sad to say because you're so mad that somebody who was put in a bad situation, who was the underdog, who overcame, and because he was a minority, and he, since he overcame, you flaw him for the littlest things. Exactly. You don't flaw. You don't flaw George Bush for allowing a recession. You don't flaw Reagan for the contra and putting drugs into this right. country. You don't flaw Donald Trump for sitting here and putting on Twitter of all the the quote unquote successes of these countries, but you're sitting here. Trump has literally written off the back of what Obama has done as far as unemployment and unemployment in the economy. And you want to write off his back and you don't give nobody where credit is due. That's sad for you as a as somebody who, who sits here and listens. First off, who listens to only one news media, Fox News. Exactly. They, you, listen, you listen to what they say. You don't I listen well for me, I listen to a lot. I listen to both sides. Both sides are very biased. Mm-hmm. We can obviously see that. Cause you wrote off the back of what Obama has done. And the fact that you sit here and you 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 don't give credit where credit is due, it's sad. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. Julian, go. Move. I'm gonna be honest. Trump has literally just it, I really don't even know what to say. Like like he's literally like a first lady in August. Like you literally have done absolutely nothing. It was everything go by you. And all you have done is gotten us out of gotten us out of peace. The only thing peaceful he's done is try to make relations with North Korea better. Right. But who cares about North Korea? I think the like North, I think the econ- I think the economy went up. The economy, bro. Right. With, man, North Korea got rice in that. <laughs> man, what do they got? That and and nuclear weapons. One nuclear nuclear missile. rice. Yeah, they blow up rice in the middle of the air and call it that. Come on now, like come on now. We about to sit here and we gonna sit here and say that North Korea was an extreme problem. Yeah, they're the most radical nation right. in the world. Like, you can obviously see that. They sit here and they say F America and they want to bomb America. And all their money is funded towards military and nuclear warheads and stuff like that. We can see that. And But the thing is, look how small their nation is compared to America. Right. Do you think, realistically, are we... Are you seriously going to sit here one-on-one with North Korea and America? You really think North Korea might win? North Korea has literally zero chance to win. Zero. With 
any but in North Korea doesn't ha- doesn't have any relations with anybody besides China. Yeah. But they're bordering nations, so like they have to kind of be kind of cool with each other. Like, come on now, it's just sad. It's just sad how politics is. Sad that we gotta politicians have to backstab each other about how people that's against us has to backstab us, defund us, oppress us, and not even just us and just minorities in general. Exactly, we're like. Indians, Hispanics are constantly oppressed. Like this, this conversation about jobs are take, being taken away from these Hispanics. But the, the thing is, your jobs are you're being let go because they don't businesses don't need you. Your your whole your Reaganomics is not going to work. Your trickle down economics is not going to work anymore. You're not going to have a job no more. You know why? Because technology is advancing. Right. Trump has literally, he's literally said he wants technology to advance. He's encouraged it. But then when people from in these Midwestern states and Southern states are getting laid off from these factories and truck drivers are getting laid off because of the fact that these businesses, they don't need them. They got machines to literally do exactly what they do. Exactly. And people in the same people who voted for Trump to to help them get out of this situation, they're not they're not getting their jobs back. What are these businesses gonna do? You got a machine that can do exactly what a person can do, but it's way cheaper to do it. Who what are you gonna do? You're gonna hire a machine to do the exact same job. You're gonna lay off people. And these people they, they blame Hispanics for saying they're taking our jobs and they're coming in this country, and taking all. Of, like, like, yo, come on now. You know that's not the truth. exactly. You know that's not the truth. They come here. They might come here illegally, but look at the situation where they come from. You come from com- com- countries like Guatemala and Nicaragua and Colombia, Peru. I'm like, yo, there's so many terrorists and people that. You know, they're basically maf- mafia. They're terrorizing the people. They come over here for a better opportunity, and you blame them for coming in and not wasting any time exactly. to come in. That's a long process to be to become an immigrant. And why would you want to wait that whole process? Why would you want to wait not eight, nine months to be a citizen in the U.S. where you can just have an easy opportunity to just run into the U.S. and have a better life for yourself? Right. And like, is that... And I thought that was the American dream. Like, the whole American dream portrayal is like, oh, everybody has an equal chance opportunity, when really, it's only white people. It's really only white people. Because y'all talking about we have an equal opportunity, black people still being oppressed and killed by police and still not given equal opportunity. Like, um, Mexicans, Hispanics, they're all, they're trying to come into, uh, they're all trying to live here in this place that we call the land of the free and the home of the brave but at the same time give them like a eight like an eight nine month wait or like a whole year wait just to, um just for them to be considered um, a citizen and not only that you're sending half of them back right right and you want to see and the thing is it's like and the reason why i brought this up was for the simple fact that people said that trump supporters 
who are Trump supporters aren't a pop a part of the problem. You are a part of the problem. Hmm? Your statements are racist. You want people to go back. You blatantly and openly say that to people. You want people to go back to where they came from. You say that for Hispanics, but you know you can't do that for black people because honestly, we don't even know where we came from. And we can't know where we came from. And you want to sit here and say, make America great again. Think about that statement and come back to to me when you say, okay, I know when when America was great. And if you want to say, sit here in George Bush, all right. George Bush wasn't good for your your Republican, so businesses failed. Businesses went down. A lot of people lost money. So your majority of big, big factories, big companies and want to support the people, they're going to, well, they're coming together now. They're forming major companies that use technology to right. their advantage. Just... It, People need to wake up and realize who, who's really on their side and who's not. And why? And it's just like, why can't just as we as one people just support each other? And I want to tie it into this. It's like, how? Why can't we just support each other? Why can't we just we just say as one people to just okay, the government should just it shouldn't be a, a discussion between trickle down or uh, supporting everybody. It should be it should be equal like I don't believe like people who who are rich and you know who 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 came up from the bottom and are still making their money should be taxed at like seventy percent. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in that i would be I would be mad, but I don't believe that um I don't believe that either that these companies these just fund companies these major companies and give them tax breaks and everything, give them leniencies because they make money and they open jobs for people. No, I think it should be a, it should be an equal system where everybody, everybody should be able to have an equal opportunity to, to make it. And these government, that whatever money the government makes, it shouldn't be putting towards stupid things like, I don't know, like, Funding for your workers to be there or these government buildings or buying buildings and stuff and just leaving them there, doing nothing with those buildings and selling them off to to the rich people. Like, come on now. You should give those opportunities for other people to do the same exact thing. And that's what you should do. And you should start supporting more into the the inner cities and the major, into these these areas because of the fact that, like, if I'm gonna give an example, like Atlanta, Atlanta wasn't a metropolitan city, how it like how it is now, what what it was like like 60 years earlier, like it was a pretty big city, but it isn't like how it is now. Like the people support each other, it's great vibes down there, of course. There's violence, of course, but it's not crazy. It's yeah. only one one part, couple parts, and like. Everybody works together. They they support each other. It's not like that here, where our city's Baltimore is is literally torn up. We tear each other apart to try to gain a financial advantage right. on each other, and we know that's not the answer. Killing each other to make money, it's not the answer. 
selling drugs and, you know, fiending on people, doing drugs to, you know, get away from our problems is not going to take those problems away. It's supporting each other and helping each other is going to, is going to finally, is going to get us out of where we're, where we're at. Yeah, exactly. Is that's how it's supposed to go. It's supposed to be a universally funded together system. And it should be the government should be supporting us too. But they don't. They don't care about us. And they don't they don't. And white people if you listen to this, like some white people listen to this, like you can say whatever program you want, but it's a fact here. My mom had a small business. They put my they audited my mom twice in three years. And she had a teeth whitening shop and uh cosmetic shop too. They audited her while she was doing she was making a little bit of revenue. They don't support the small businesses here. They don't. My mom applied for a small business grant loan, whatever. I forgot what it is for but basically for a small business basically. They denied her of it. It's a it's a, a really rigid process to go through. They don't support the small businesses. They don't support the big businesses. That's what they only do. It's just it should be it should be our community should be supporting each other. And I try to tie it into that. We shouldn't and we and like I said before, we should be sitting here supporting each other. We should not only be saying, okay, Black Lives Matter and Black Power movement right now. We should also be saying it three weeks from now. We should right. be saying it a year from now. We should be saying it every every day, really. So if you listen to this, think about it. Like think about the next time you buy something, think about who who owns that. Think about whatever. Who are you supporting? Think about the people that you diss and you don't like. Just think about that. Think about what whoever you judge. Think about who you who you make fun of. Think about who the people who you bully. Think about the things that you right. support exactly. and who you really should support. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, I'ma just say my last bit on this episode. But basically, like we have to this rioting, it's not gonna help us get anywhere. And we just because uh, like I like I keep hearing black people are just getting are just sick and tired of the same thing happening. Like I saw on Instagram this lady was saying that she she saw her mother her grandmother watching who's like seventy something. Her grandmother watching and was and the grandmother said they're gassing them like they gassed us and Lee said I just broke her heart and like yeah it it breaks my heart too the fact that the grandmother came all this way for us not to be in slavery and segregated but we're still doing this like it's it's the this whole thing is just disgusting like we have to we need to do something we have to step up stand together and do something so that way when like the younger generation for the future. Like that way, so that way they don't have to go through this, or they don't have to go through as much, and just try. We need to figure out something and do something as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. But um, all right, that's it for this episode. Uh, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of Unpopular Black Thoughts. Um, again, follow us on Spotify, Anchor, um, iTunes, or the Apple Podcast. But um, yeah, it's gonna be, that's pretty much gonna do it. Uh, our social media is in the description of uh, is in the main description of the podcast. 
But um, yeah, it's gonna be it. And everybody just try and stay safe out here, especially all uh, especially all you young black kings and queens. Just stay safe. And um, yeah, it's gonna be it. Yeah, you have any last words? Yeah, just just follow us and and know who you and like I said, just know who you support and think about the the next thing that you're gonna do and think about what you're gonna do mm-hmm. three weeks from now. Just remember, just just know, don't be don't be supporting us now, but then three weeks from now you you're saying you making jokes about Uncle Ruckus or something like that. You watching Boondocks and saying fucking oh oh dude. <laughs> Never mind. Hold on. I was gonna say. I was gonna say what I said, but I, I don't know if I. But F N I G G E E R S. Basically, you say you say that, you know, three weeks from now and stuff like that. You're trying to make a joke or whatever. No, that's not funny exactly. at all. Really, at all. And you want to be Black Power during February and stuff like? No, nah, come on now. Do it. Do Black exactly. History Month every month. Support your every. Support your own every month. That's what we should be doing. That's what you should be. Mm-hmm. Doing. That's what I should be doing. But I try. I try my best. I try my best. Right. We're not all. We're not all perfect, but doing it, you should be always considering it in your mind. But yeah, all right. that's all I gotta say. And like I said earlier, all you white people that want to embrace our culture, you know, want to get all uh, the females want to get injections, and all the guys that want to have waves and cornrows and want to say the N word. Stand up now. This is your time to stand up. And if you really all if you really are okay with like if you really do support black people and want to say all this stuff, you fighting hard for that. If you fighting hard for our culture, why aren't you fighting hard for us now? Exactly. And don't be a part of the problem. Think independently. Don't think that oh, since we since we like fried chicken or you like fried chicken, no. you black too. Come on now. Nah, you like water Malone? No, come on now, come on now. No, exactly. it's not going to go that way. Don't be a part of the problem. Think independently, and if you do support us, we appreciate it. We really do. But um, we really. Well, yeah, it's going to end it for this episode. So we'll talk to you guys. Uh, we'll see. We'll talk to you guys next week. We could oh, do yeah, it this true. week. We're out of school, summer, so right? we'll, we'll, we'll get back to you guys, basically. We're going to get back to you guys. Right. We're going to be cranking out. We can, right. Yeah, we're going to be cranking out more. We're going to be cranking out more. What do you think of the, the theme of the next episode is going to be? Um, I, I don't know. Maybe sports, maybe. Yeah. We could do sports. NCAA? Yes. They, they football the, players. New minority coach incentives or incentives. Definitely. Yeah. So we'll, we'll we got y'all. We got y'all. We'll be cracking out more episodes. All right, but yeah. I know it says going to end it, but yeah, all right, this is the actual end of the episode. So <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs> oh, shit.